welcome back to John of Your Life podcast, episode seven. And today you have two two movie bros back at it again. Just me and Joel on this nice episode. We got a lot to talk about. We got some AMC news. We got my Ant Man review coming out. We got a lot of things to talk about. But first, Joel, my friend, how are you today? I'm good. A lot better than uh, last week. We did. We're doing the show a tiny bit, a few days late. Uh, but uh, overall, I'm okay. <laughs> Besides the like. constant existential, oh my god, what am I gonna do with my life type of thing? I'm doing okay. <laughs> you know, <laughs> silently uh, destroying myself mentally, <laughs> but I'm okay. <laughs> and that is like hashtag, well, hashtag retweet, retweet, because I didn't do it. Yeah, like <laughs> it's so it's so like, relatable in so many ways. Dude, um, everyone's going through it at this point. So everyone's going through people. it. It's like the the weird like New Year's blues, you know, like the New Year's still we're still like what's like a month of New Year and it's still like we're kinda of, we're already going through some shit already. It's already only February of the new year. <laughs> right. Um, yeah, it's ridiculous. Yeah. Um but anyway, guys, uh, first off, first off, thanks for thanks for joining us. Um huge help for us if you could subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Amazon Music that helps the show greatly. Uh, spread the word about us. Tag us in, on Instagram or Twitter or LinkedIn at Midway Avenue Productions. Like I said, if you can like rate, uh, subscribe to us on the sh- on Spotify, Apple, or Amazon, or wherever you listen to us on, that would be super helpful for us. And I appreciate that a lot. Um, also, social media. You know, Instagram, we're trying to get this Instagram going. I've been doing a lot more TikToks, as you might have seen, on both TikTok and, and on Instagram. So go over to TikTok and Instagram as well, Midway Avenue Productions. Follow us there. I've been posting almost daily now on, on TikTok. Um, I have a lot of yeah, all your uh, video reviews. All my video reviews is up there for now, and I'm doing like kind of like updates of like movie news. And you know, um, I had one that was pretty cool. I it wasn't a paid sponsor, it wasn't like a you know, um, uh, was it a partnership? It was just me. Hey, there's a screening of Creed 3 for the public, you should go see it. Um, so I'm going to one of those, I want to say March 1st in IMAX. So, uh, if, if you're in the AZ area, I'll be there on March 1st, uh, Harkins AZ Mills IMAX. Um, but again, follow us on all the socials. That helps, that helps the show out. Helps the show out. Helps us the show out a lot too, which is super helpful. But yeah, but a lot to talk about. Um, first off, first, Joe, I want to hear. This is something that I think you and I can like. If we were growing up on this right now, it would be kind of kind of like silly. So I remember the news. AMC has this new thing now. They're going to charge you more for certain seats and charge you less. Oh yeah, front. I I saw that meme. I I believe I sent you a meme. <laughs> you I, did. I think so. Yeah, the meme of of the, the front row from Sopranos <laughs> in the front row just looking up and watching it. Yeah. No, I definitely sent that meme. Uh yeah, that's dumb and fuck them. That's some bullshit. You know what I mean? I'd rather go to the tiny theaters then. You know what 100%. I mean? The theaters, the the, the local theaters. Because there are a lot of local theaters. People forget that there's other theaters. Just AMC is the big one. I think AMC is going to be losing business, except for the people that don't really give a shit about money. Right. You know, the people that make money and they're just like, whatever. Um, which is, it, it's, I can understand why they're doing it at this time. But it's like, also at the same time, it's like you're, you're, the, the problem with a lot of businesses nowadays is that they don't really give a shit about the 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 customer price no. wise. Everything is very expensive. I'm not even talking about inflation. I'm talking about just the businesses that do the unnecessary extra shit. And I can understand why AMC did because they lost a lot of money during COVID. 
so I can a understand trying to get it back, but and like right now, people are still in the mindset of I could stream it at home. Yep. It doesn't help that HBO Max is pulling out banger after banger, bro. Like with The Last of Us and shit like yep. that. Like, like, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, AMS uh, and Amazon's doing good. A lot of people surprisingly don't like anim- a- a- anime. <laughs> a lot of people don't. But uh, a lot of people surprisingly don't like Amazon shows, but Amazon's doing pretty well as well. Even with yeah. movies, you know? Yeah, they're doing pretty well. And look at uh, the the movie coming out with uh, with about the Michael Jordan shoes about you know how they how Nike got Michael Jordan to do Air Jordans. There, Amazon is doing a full on theatrical release, which I support Amazon hundred percent. Like, hey, you have Ben Affleck directing, you got Matt Damon, you got Marlon Wayans, you got Chris Tucker coming back, which is awesome. You got Viola Davis in it as well. It is huge. Yeah, it's a great cast with Ben Affleck directing and giving a full theatrical release. That's awesome. I mean, I, I salute them for that because again, it's like they're actually trying to like step out of like the normal streaming you know like one week you know one week only in theaters they're doing an actual like, full-on like full production full-on theatrical release which is again awesome on amazon's part can't wait to see the movie called air um but you're right it's yeah, yeah. so the, the, like but at a certain time like you gotta think about like instead of just thinking about how can we make more money and, and like upping prices shit up you gotta think about what's going to bring people to the movies more than usual, which is lowering your prices. Because in Chicago, one ticket is like twenty something bucks. Bro. Yep. At LA, this point. New York. I'm in Texas, yeah. bro. One ticket's like ten. Yeah. Minus that's... the tax. After tax, it's probably like twelve bucks. But that's a lot better than what, what we got in Chicago. <laughs> For a yeah, long time. Similar. <laughs> similar, similar here in AZ, same thing. It's like eight to ten bucks. I remember when you first came out here for a movie. Man, like, remember back in our day when movie tickets were only like eight dollars? <laughs> I know, man. That summer of twenty twelve, or I remember I just remember oh, like us in high school, man. like it was like cheaper. And then like I remember like when we got older, we were seeing an increase and increase and increase. And it was I remember like it when just we saw kept going higher. Going it was up. like bruh. Oh, thank God for your fucking pre-screening tickets. I know. Also, if you're a movie fan and you hear us talk about pre-screening, I think we've explained this before, but if you're skipping episodes on sample, so pre-screening is when a, I don't even know, like a company or group of people, whatever, or, or the, or the production itself, the studio itself, uh, wants to promote uh get people to see it uh you know also do like surveys after some do now um but also like you know also for the uh movie critics that go you know you're wondering how they get these tickets and see it before movies are out it's called a pre-screening now fair warning before you get into it be like i'm gonna go see this movie is first come first serve because it is a free movie and a lot of people more than the people that will be able to get in will be able to get these tickets so you have to show up early because if you show up late like me and doug have not seen a few movies during pre-screenings and like we were like we and there's also been a lot of close calls that wasn't really our fault. That was a lot of our friends. But, you know, I'm not going to talk about that. <laughs> You're not wrong. I was, I was always fucking early. Right? I was hours early. Anyways, uh, show up early. 
happy and, and like don't think like oh three minutes is good enough three minutes is no. like cutting it close like you gotta Very show close. up an hour there's people that show up like two hours before because and i know that because i've showed up two hours before and i was still like 10 people behind you know what i mean yeah. if you're in a really big city i feel like it's more of a concern to show up early i don't know how smaller places do it like i don't know how houston will do and like everything because i haven't been to a pre-screening here and i probably won't by the time i leave but uh but definitely get there early but yeah pre-screens are just free movies uh free tickets that you can sign up to try to get online where the the where you can uh bring like one extra person sometimes two sometimes you can bring two extra people if you're lucky <laughs> if you're lucky not there's not a lot you sometimes have to use a different email to get an extra ticket or some shit <laughs> like that um yeah um but yeah they're online you can find the websites i don't personally know them so i'm not gonna try to say them but just like try to find them online pre-screen tickets show up early they're great fucking thing because you can see a lot of movies early me and doug's uh we one of the the biggest i honestly the biggest one we've seen uh, to me i feel like together i know you probably seen bigger but the biggest one we went to go see was definitely uh straight out of compton yeah that was a good one that uh, was a the, good one the dopest one i saw though there's two that were so dope to go see and i took one i the which was aquaman and godzilla and that was an imax, IMAX in navy yeah. pier with the biggest imax screen sadly it's gone sadly it's gone i know it breaks my heart that it's gone too. It yeah, breaks my heart one. because, dude, it felt like 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 a fucking Sea World like auditorium show. Like it was dope. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> never been to Sea World by the way, and I don't support those places. But the auditorium, no. like the way it was set up, like auditorium, like if you've ever seen videos, blah blah blah. Anyways, more comfy though. <laughs> I, I took my mom for for Aquaman, and I took my nephew uh, Amani to go see uh, Godzilla, which, by the way, was really dope to go to because we saw we 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 met people that have gone to like and like were gigantic fans of like Godzilla series and like have seen like some of the originals and like they're like bro, like the way they talk was so dope. But yeah, pre screens, dope. Check them out. <laughs> Free tickets. They're fun. Early. They're great. They're yeah. great fun. They're a lot of fun. And like his Joel's point, yeah, if you can log in, I know like um, I get them through, you know, people I network with, at, uh, you know, through, you know, online, you know, social media. I know people last on the So again, if you're listening to us, the key about pre screenings is find like a local news outlet or local sports or local, I'm sorry, a radio outlet because they're always like, hey, we have a free screening, look online. Or, you know, I recommend looking up, hey, like, um, the wow. film community in your area. A lot of people give out free screening. I know in Arizona, there's a lot of like film communities out here that give out, hey, we have a screening on next week for this movie. You know, like check it out our, our, our website and it gains traction for web, their website, but also gets, gets you a ticket to go see a movie early, a week early, two weeks early, I mean, a month early. You never know. Um, wow. And you also never know too. You might, you might be in the theater one day seeing, I don't know, seeing Ant-Man, The Wasp, whatever, you're seeing another movie and you might go, hey, we have a screening next week. It's an unreleased movie. It's TBD. We can't tell you what it is. And that's called test screening. Those are rules are really cool too. But yeah, you might be approached by like a rep um, at, a, at a movie theater when you're going one day. But 
also really fun too. But yeah, if you can find out outlets, whatever for pre-screening, it's fun. Those are fun, man. Again, you see the movie early, see it for free. The crowd is very into it too because these movies are the screens are mostly for fans and some critics as well. Go to a press screening, those are for critics. But uh, if you go to a fan screen, it was a lot of fun because the energy in those movies and screens are a lot of fun. It's very like high energy. Um, but you're right, Joe. It's it's a lot of it is a lot of fun to go to those and. But again, back to your point, though. Yeah, I mean, if you go to free screening, you're not you're, you're avoiding the AMC problem. But you know, Elijah Wood, you know, the star of the Lord of the Rings, um, he had a great thing on his Twitter. He said, "Hey, listen, the movie theater's always been like a sacred place for everyone, for for, for all and everybody." And now, and AMC basically is now again, as someone who grew up on AMC theaters, you you and I both did, man. Like our childhood was at AMC movies, either AMC Lowe's or AMC Reverie Twenty One Chicago. Um, you know, AMC has been a big part of my childhood. So, so was Joel's. You know, growing up in movies, you know, big movie nerds that we are. But I do feel like, and to your point too, Joe. Yeah, they're they had a loss during the pandemic. A lot of theaters, a lot of theaters were like closed down. A lot of theaters didn't bounce back, unfortunately. You know, Arc like closed down. No, like uh, a few places also closed down and across the country. Look at Regal. Regal's closing. They filed for bankruptcy again. They're they're you know they're closing down a lot of a lot of operations too. But with AMC, I feel like you're definitely now like, you know, again, this is someone who I thought assigned seating was so stupid back then, but now I'm kind of like pro assigned seating because it kind of makes sense. But now, um, but now you're right. It's what Roger Wood said. Oh, people are saying it's like you're basically rewarding people who have higher incomes to get the better, the quote unquote better seats, and then you're rewarding now for hey, you know, like you're kind of rewar- you're rewarding. You're rewarding um, people who can't afford to go on on time to the show, or you know, who are going to be kind of like, uh, or be late, whatever, or again, lower income. So again, I I do I don't see this AMC thing happening. Obviously, the AMC, you know, um, uh, I don't see this AMC. Um, I'm gonna say like thing staying for a while. I feel like it's gonna be like they're gonna try it out. It's not gonna work. I mean, again, you have a lot of movies coming out this year with Ant Man and you know Scream and Creed, or whatever. But um, we'll see. But I think it's kind of silly. Growing again as someone again who is an avid movie person, you know, again, I love, I do love AMC. I, I do have a heart, I do a lot of love for that theater chain. But I don't, I just don't see it really kind of like sticking with the, this new plan. But again, I could be wrong. It could, it could go on for, on for a while. But also, again. Another thing too is that listen, if you're going to see a movie in I'm at AMC IMAX or AMC 40X or 3D or Dolby whatever, those are already a, a big premium to go see those movies as it is. IMAX is more expensive, so it was Dolby, so it was 40X whatever or 3D. So basically, they're going to be charging a fee on top of those premium fees as well, which is kind of me. Like yeah, I love going to IMAX, but I wouldn't pay X, Y, and Z more to sit in this spot of the IMAX because now I'm now I'm paying what almost 40 bucks a ticket. Like it's to me, it's kind of. To me, I don't know. I don't know. Again, I, again, I love IMAX. I love Dolby. I love seeing all those, you know, premium formats. But you're you're just now you're making it hard for the movie going crowd to come back to theaters. And like you and I both talked about too, people have not come back to the theaters yet. One hundred hundred percent. Like they have not like come back to the theaters. And I'm hoping that this isn't kind of like um, scare off audiences because. <laughs> Um, oh, of audiences because again, it we're still in the quote unquote pandemic era, so <clears throat> I I think theaters want to get every way. I think theaters should want to have any kind of possible like um possible way to get back to, to get audiences back into the theater, in, back into the 
your theaters and not shy them away or charge them more. And to your point, Joe, right? Aim, movie theater movie theater audiences are the key to keeping theaters, you know, still in business, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. Also, sorry, I kept fucking. I got disconnected what three <laughs> times at this point. Like it's you're good. Exactly right. And <laughs> it's like, dude, I'm just sitting here and my thing is like disconnected. I was like, why the fuck you got? Oh, my fucking shit's disconnected. Anyways, you're good. You're good, man. <laughs> God damn it. Uh, uh, so, anyways. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it, it's, I agree because it's at this point, a lot of people are just trying to be like, fuck movie theaters. Let's just stream mm-hmm. and try and get yep. everyone else to hop on that board, especially the streaming companies, uh, mm-hmm. which really like, I don't like, I love the theaters, like the theaters. Oh man. Like, like when I went to go see the whale, I was just so entranced in it. Cause I was just like, I miss it. Theaters are so great. Theaters are so great. Especially when people don't bring their kids. They're fucking amazing. (laughs) (laughs) Don't bring your kids to a movie. Like, little kid movies, dope. But, like, if you got baby... Anyway, I've talked about this. We're not going to go on this. Anyways. (laughs) Uh, just Movie theaters are so amazing because they're a great atmosphere when, you know, your audience, you know, team or audience other audience goers we'll, we'll say that other audience goers are, are are in tune to the movie and giving their privacy or fucking quietly you know <laughs> always those people yeah yeah in the back um just like because the movie theaters are such a great atmosphere um it's 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 overall just amazing you know you're you you can honestly meet people and if you go to the same movie theaters all the time you might just run into those people and become like sort of like movie friends and they're they're great people to talk to because they give you insights that you never do about for some of the movies that you really love or a movie you've never seen before and it's really cool i love the movie theaters the movie theaters is such great fun i it is just it's just so amazing. And I'm pretty sure I talked about this when we went to go see a quiet place. Everyone was holding their breath and <laughs> staying quiet, especially when the monster came. Like like couldn't make a noise. Like it was so quiet. It was great. Like I love that shit. Like the movie theaters is so great. Especially when there is a full theater of movie lovers who know how to fuck who know the AKM movie theaters. It's, it's it's just great <laughs> fun. Like I I get it. You know you want there's home buyers. Like I'm a home buyer. Like you know fuck it. Let me watch a movie, get some snacks, a drink, maybe water. You know not everyone whatever, and just enjoy enjoy this movie. You know yeah. like it, like just enjoy whatever. I'm home. But uh, let me go with my girl, my PJs, and my bed. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> or our man, or or your partner, because whatever. I'm not, yeah, you know, whatever, whatever anyone does, whatever anyone has, yeah. You know? It's great. Yeah. It's comfy. It's nice. Whatever. You don't gotta go out. But movie theaters is worth it a lot of times because it just it, it brings a new experience that you cannot get at home. It's really great. It's it's 
I, I enjoy. I'm not gonna say all my movie my movie experiences, but I enjoy a lot. I have great memories of a lot of my uh, a lot of my movie theater experiences. Yeah, and you know what? I, I want to ask you this question, T. Do you? My kind. This is kind of like you know. I I've been hearing this a lot. You know, the past we listen to other podcasts and other shows that my fear is like. You know, look at Regal. Regal right now is closing a lot of shops. And, you know, I, I didn't go to much Regals growing up, but I, I have one near me. I know, did. Zone that I, that I, yeah, one, one, by, one by your old, again, yeah, the one you, you went to. Um, uh, and there's one I, I go to a lot in, here in AZ. I love, but when I go there, no one no one ever shows up, which kind of makes me sad. And if you're in the AZ area, Regal Gilbert, uh, Stadium 14, it's in downtown Gilbert. It, great location. Again, it's because of uh, what what happens to a lot of small smaller right uh, like companies. Regal was probably big when we were growing up, and then a- oh, AMC came out and began got huge. Uh, mm-hmm. I a lot of movie theaters I went growing up was was Regal, especially Regal, because there was one by my neighborhood, the one we always used to go to. Uh, which was great fun. It was real cool. Regal is a great movie theater company. You're not going to get the same shit that you got from AMC. Understandable, because it's not as big as it used to be. But Regal's a really great theater, and I think maybe a little bit too bad, right? You know, if you want to do something like that, I'll help them out <laughs> to... <laughs> Not sponsored. <laughs> not, not, not sponsored. Yeah, I wish. I wish not we had sponsored. sponsored. Hey, I sponsored wish, bro. Bro, you, yeah. bro. I would be so proud. Anyways, you know, know right? And yeah, there's a lot I of wish, things I'd be so proud to be sponsored. One day, man. One day, one day. <laughs> we're gonna one day. say Regal. We're gonna become the new sponsor. <laughs> <laughs> you know I mean, we'll be talking at a Regal before a movie shows up on the big screen. Like, hey, movie fans. Like those, those kind of, those kind of like. Yeah. <laughs> Remember the rules. <laughs> yeah. Did you know this is coming out? We're, we're, we're gonna be those guys. Hopefully, again, if Regal, if you're listening, we'll sponsor us, man. We got you. We're we're big Regal supporters, and we'll definitely like we'll have, we'll have your back. <laughs> right. Exactly. Um, but, but yeah, no, they they they. It's a great movie theater because a lot of them still have their like arcade area. You know what I mean? Yeah. With like the tiny games, and they're so dope, and it's like so fun. Like if you want to play an arcade game before your movie or whatever you know if you get there early, you got time to kill like regal's a great place to like kill some time get your movie ticket fucking chill in the arcade place and then their snacks are pretty well as good they're pretty good you don't have the variety that you ha- have at amc because amc like cooks like full-on fucking food <laughs> but yeah. the, like every movie oh i think we lost we might have lost Oh, it's the motherfucker! Oh <laughs> the joy. my goodness! I was uh, like, I was so into your comment. I was like, "Is he gonna finish?" And then I heard. <laughs> so, guys, yeah, yeah the, the the problem portion of this the podcast, guys. It's being doing a remote podcast. It's fun, but we have technical aspects that that isn't fun. So again, bear with yeah, us. As Discord we're... has been an asshole recently. I've been getting disconnected a lot. Anyways. <laughs> Uh, back to what I was saying it's a great place you don't have the variety that you have on AMC AMC is listening and paying Discord out the ass to kick it off to stop us from saying shit AMC's a, 
We you're a fan of us, but do we believe you? No. <laughs> do we like believe you? We are a fan trying of to you. support our contests and competitors. Anyway, <laughs> Ringo's a great movie theater. Uh, you don't have the right food, but you you do have pretty good stuff like snacks, candy, soda, popcorn, uh, ice slushies. Obviously, you know the basics, and they might have. I don't know, maybe hot dogs. I, I haven't been to a Regal in a bit and, and over a year at this point. Because <laughs> your boy, you know, broke, broke. I went, uh, to, uh, I went to a Regal recently. Look at the one, there's only one in Arizona. It's again, it's very hidden in uh, downtown Gilbert. But I love going there because it's very like no one, not, like not people go there, which is kind of like very quiet. But I love going there because my parents like getting their little Coke Icy to get their little like, Coca Cola. I see they only have at that Regal and uh oh, Coca-Cola Icy Rose. Yeah, they man, they love that. Doing that, didn't they? Or they still do that, right? They have it by they have the one by me still, which is not well, not by me, but by my parents and Gilbert, which is nice. But uh I um I, I wish but um but I have been there a lot, you know, recently going to the movies there to support them and they're always very sweet. They're always you know, everyone there is always nice. And again, the workers are very, very genuine. The workers very at Regal yeah. are pretty good. They're really cool. Um, but do you yeah. think uh, match of this? Do you think okay? Right now we have okay. What's his plan right now? We have AMC. We have Regal. We have I don't know about you in Texas, but I know out here we have Harkins. We have we have one Cinemark too. We have one Cinemark. We have AMC and Harkins. Harkins kind of leading one. And we have one Regal. So, okay, hypothetically speaking, Joe, if AMC if this AMC thing works or like they see results, do you think other theaters will do the same thing? Depending on the, um, also I do have a Cinemark. We do have Regal. Uh, we also yeah. have a thing called Movie Tavern, uh, Showbiz Cinema. We have that as well. Awesome. Uh, Cinemark is a lot more like smaller movie person theaters, probably. Yeah. Uh, more local. <clears throat> Anyways, uh, we, uh, I do, yeah. So not all of them, but quite a few of them. And uh, if all of them start getting start getting results from it, then every single one, every theater will probably do it. Yeah. Uh. But every theater. What was that one theater we never really went? I think you went to, but I never did. Uh, in in back in Chicago, that really expensive one. Yeah. Was it um? Where we saw uh, Central Intelligence Icon. Uh, no, the one by the the Ogden branch, the one you know, the fucking weird building. I think the really expensive one. You 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 uh, I you sent an application for me. For oh, there. Yes. Well, no, no, they closed down during because of COVID. Uh, arc light yeah arc light, they closed arc light they, dude closed. yeah closed. but remember how expensive that was i'm pretty sure so they, you said they did the same thing yeah they they were doing that and also they had a stricter policy when like once the trailers start you're not allowed in and i was like 
I get that to a degree. I really do. But what if you're parked in the car or you're like, I'm getting, I'm getting a drink, whatever. You're not. They were very strict on, hey, you can't come in when trailers start. It is what it is. That's our policy. And I get that. I do. That's dumb. Like, because the trailers that people are like running late, you know what I mean? It's like, we got, it's like, oh God, we're late. We got 20 minutes of trailers. We're good. It's only going to take us 10 minutes to get there. We'll still finish the trailers. Like, everyone yeah. knows that rule. It's fucking stupid. <laughs> I feel like we've had this conversation when we learned about this. No, we had. And, and to your point, I went there twice. I went there once with, no, one Chicago, one Chicago, I went there once with my dad. And once again with a friend of mine and um and a friend of ours um and i go in there and i'm like i have two for i don't know what movie we saw whatever and it was like yeah 23 bucks 24 bucks and i was like what Jesus. i mean i know amc was bad but i was like well, AMC was like more expensive but i was like well at the time it, that, that was more expensive and i was like what well, amc is actually cheaper than this and yeah arc light was like a lot of money and i was like yeah this is a lot and then i remember i remember living in la for my internship a few months i told you a story too that like the, arc, arc, the main arc light downtown Hollywood, I'm there to see a movie, meets, uh, main, Uncle and Jim's, whatever, whatever, whatever I saw. It cost me a lot just to go into the, this is the movie. And I said, whoa, this is a cool experience. Like, all, like a lot of cool movie premieres happened here this, at this theater a long time ago. But I can't afford to pay almost 30 bucks a ticket. Plus, if I want to get a drink or a popcorn, whatever. And it was very expensive. And I was just like, whoa, this is kind of like a lot. But yeah, it's, to your point, yeah, Joe, yeah, exactly. They closed down because so of COVID. Dumb. It's yeah, they closed down because of COVID, but also people don't want to go to movie theaters that are going to cost them a lot when a lot of streaming services, this is going to sound against movie theaters, and this is only against the theaters that are fucking charging out the ass, like Arclight. Uh, never went. Um, didn't miss much. I'm not <laughs> didn't miss much. Spending much. <laughs> yeah, but like streaming services to have like five profiles is like Fourteen ninety nine, so about fifteen bucks every month. Yeah, you were t- I mean, they're, they're, they're still. I mean, I mean, depending yeah, on the depending on the streaming know. with like with with what is it with Netflix? I think it's like twelve bucks, right? Or uh, like let me check here. Let me pull it up right now. Actually, just uh, some stats. I know, and, I know Amazon uh, is just you have an Amazon Prime account, and oh. everyone has that nowadays because everyone Prime buys Amazon. Prime is the best. You get Amazon Prime to like get cheaper shipping and shit, and then you you also get Prime Video for free, and then they also have like subscription like trials, so you can like have like a like a other subscription like HBO Max or like or or. Uh, or Paramount for like a month and so, just get right, so to right, try that out for free. Like it's really dope. So right now here, I'm, I'm pub all the pricing right now, right now. So HBO Max is having a parent. It's unfortunately having a increase. So right now, um, okay. I can know. So with ads, HBO Max with ads monthly, this is 10 bucks a month. So not te- again, not terrible for with, I mean, if you want ads, it is what it is, but it's much cheaper. <laughs> Um, if you have the HBO Max no ads, which is which I have monthly with no ads, is now sixteen month month, which used to be fifteen at a dollar more, which is not, Wait, not you got terrible. HBO Max. Can I get your HBO Max? I got you, I got you, I got you. Yeah, all right, push it over, push it over. All right, hey, don't let that place so HBO Max know about this. <laughs> Warner Brothers, we love you too. Don't worry. No, don't worry. My, my family, for some reason, got Discovery recently. I, I signed into that. I was like. 
nah. <laughs> but, but you know, to the people that really like, like, you know, like one day I might just get high and be like, man, I want to watch what animals do or some shit. I'll probably yeah, hop on, hop on Discovery. Homeowners makeover, something like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, like Discovery Plus ain't my thing, but you know, one day I might just get high enough to just be like, fuck, so, what are fucking emus doing now <laughs> after they won the war? <laughs> <laughs> so that's HBO. That's HBO Max. Uh, Netflix. Uh, Netflix has yeah. Netflix has had you know quite a year with their ups and downs. I'm not gonna go with the, over that, but we all know what happened with them. So right now, so this is kind of weird. So basic with right, this Netflix basic with ads right now. It's seven bucks a month. But again, with ads, sorry, seven bucks a month. You have some things that are aired HD. However, however. You don't get the full. You don't get the full Netflix catalog. You get selected things that they choose. Yeah. Is like, uh, and if you're I'm an like, anime fan, I personally like Crunchyroll. That's like okay. fourteen bucks a month. Yeah, we pull it up too. But that's um, like the ultimate edition. That means you get all the animes and you get discounts and like sales, like emails and stuff for their shop. So if you want to buy like little plushies and shit like that and like shirts and DVDs, because Crunchyroll does have like a like a store as well online for anime shit. That's the ultimate edition. Yeah. So sign up for well, that. Yeah. That one's real good. I got that. That's loading right now for me. Um, but finishing up with Netflix, it's not bad. Ten bucks. So ten bucks, you get uh, a month of Netflix. You get you know, you can watch on one supported device at a time, which is not surprise surprise. But then ten bucks a month, not terrible. You get watch you watch in HD. You get ad free stuff. It's it's you get the full catalog, and then standard is again kind of almost. Actually, you know what? Standard is actually now cheaper. It's not cheap. It's, not, it's actually now cheaper than HBO Max. It was now fifteen fifteen forty nine a month for Netflix standard, and you get two supported devices at a time: limited movies, full HD, all that jazz. Downloaded on two supported devices, and then the premium is like four K. You get more supported devices. You got uh, you get four K Ultra HD. You have a lot more. Uh, you get get better audio. Apparently, you get. I mean, I mean, audio is one thing. If you have a good sound system at home, it is what it is. That's only a big loss on you. But uh, you downloaded more on different devices. So, yeah. So Netflix kind of restructured their pricing, but now let's go to Crunchyroll, as you said. Crunchyroll now is. All right, here we go. Let's see. Let's pull up what they have. Uh, the fan plan, which is kind of kind of funny. You get you get a two week free trial, which is nice up, up front. Uh, up front. Yeah. Not terrible, and then you get the fan plan eight bucks a month. Not terrible, we said mega fan plan also 10 bucks a month, also not terrible. And an ultimate fan plan is 15 bucks a month. And for right now, we, what I'm looking at right now is that like you got a lot of stuff in their in their in their plans, also, oh, they, dude. You the ultimate is the best one, like personally, because I watch like anime out the ass, and then you can have like what up to six devices like signed in at the same time so i got homies that have my crunchy roll yeah and we <laughs> watch we you can't have multiple profiles so you all basically like share the same profile it's a singular profile but like they really won't get in the way of you watching whatever you're gonna watch on anime it's really fucking great and then hulu has been pretty consistent let's see so hulu right now uh, I have. Yeah, I think. I think I used to have the ad. Or did I used to? Did I used to have, yeah, the ad supported plan, eight bucks a month, was not terrible. Or even eighty bucks a month. So eighty bucks a year, which you, do the, you can do the yearly. I kind of like. You know, if you do if you do the yearly of most of these services, you get 
bit of a discount if you do the yearly um, uh, uh, option. Um, if you're a student, you get two bucks a month Hulu, which is really nice. If you ask me, I remember having that. That was really, really nice. I know two bucks a month or yeah, it was <laughs> awesome. And then Hulu new ads, you get 15 bucks a month. I mean, which is again, pretty cool. Hulu has a lot of good stuff. I think Hulu has been rising on their game with like content and movies and shows that they're putting out. And then you, then, you, then you can bundle Hulu with Hulu and Disney Plus and ESPN all with ads for 70 bucks a month, which is not terrible because you get, you get Hulu, Disney, Hulu with ads plus live TV, Disney Plus ads, ESPN with ads, 70 bucks a month, not terrible for a bundle. And then you can do the no ads um, for Hulu and Disney, uh, but ESPN Plus with ads, that's 83 bucks a month. So again, also not terrible if you bundle. And I want to say now... And think... with Verizon, if you had a family deal, which my di- family did, you got several of these subscriptions free for a year, which was Disney+, Plus, ESPN+, Plus, Hulu, and then I forgot what else. There's a few other things, but you, we had that free for a year. We, we have That's all those subscriptions. Disney Plus is great for Star Wars fans. Sadly, it's from Disney, because I don't really fuck with but disney like bro if you're a star wars fan you like star wars right man i i used to i just used to nigga i'm about to slap you no i don't i i do but you know how i've been feeling about these shows and about some of their direction and storytelling bro watch 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 the cartoon and i'm telling you i don't know i believe our animation is clone wars clone wars goes hard bro oh, I believe clone it. wars I is fire up. yeah i i love watching that why the whole series bro because it goes crazy it's like so fucking good like it's so dope like you're gonna get bored at points obviously every show does but like bro it's worth the watch because that end of the fucking show like the last two three episodes my guy fire fire it was it went hard as a motherfucker like that was the star wars we deserved my guy oh my god i i I, honestly (laughs) i remember loving it when i was a kid and i remember watching cartoon network back in the day i used to love i used to love watching that show and i yeah i i do think animation has been better on their on this on star wars and disney wise but both of live action but again i do do love mandalorian have you watched andor because i haven't watched it i have no interest i just to me like i'm just like just give us new characters that we haven't seen before like i'm tired like like, with this prequel like i really don't give a shit about this rebel's life like no offense to the actors i'm sure the show's great because a lot of people are loving it i don't really give a fuck like i don't care about this (laughs) rebel like i don't care he's i I care i want ahsoka i want the mandalorian like i want i want these motherfuckers like these dudes go hard like Yep. I don't give a fuck about a gritty dude who eventually fell in love and died. <laughs> yeah, yeah, oh, exactly. That's how I've been feeling. I want to like. I think I think uh, Rosario Dawson is perfect for uh, Ahsoka. Um, she is. Think, she's great. I like that. You know, for Mandalorian season three, John Favreau was doing. He was kind of like, I'm doing most of the season. I said. All right, I love John Favreau. He got my support. I'm like, that's awesome. Like he, he his, his John his Favreau. Who's that again? Uh, he's happy, happy Hogan in uh in MCU. He did the first two Iron Man. He did Elf. 
Um, he's the, he's uh happy in uh, Spider-Man movies. Oh, I fucking love that guy. The fucking oh, guy, uh, chef, bro. That was a great chef. Great to, chef is Such very underrated. Great. He literally went to culinary school to learn for that movie. He's a great actor too, but great also actor, a great writer great and a director. He's amazing. I really love his shit. Yes, I can't wait for that season because he he kills it. And he's a big nerd. He does a lot of like nerdy yeah. shit, and he does justice to these nerdy ass movies. I would love to see him do a DC movie. Sadly, a lot of people don't know, give a fuck about DC. You never, you never, you never know. And also, John Favreau, he 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 did the live action Jungle Book, and I actually loved that movie. I thought the live action oh, the live action movie. Jungle Book was fucking great. It was amazing. He's great. He is such a great. He's so creative, and he he just keeps it fresh. You yeah, know what I mean, fresh. so I just. I like I that he's doing that. most of season three of Mandalorian. Um, yeah, we'll but see. But back to what we we're saying about theaters, and we we went off on a tangent. <laughs> so what we say it's the show. That's the show. <laughs> yeah, that's the show. We go off on tangents a lot. This is us normally talking. If you don't keep up, you'll get lost because <laughs> we talk about fifty different things to go back to one yeah. thing. Uh, uh, but back to what we were saying, it's it's really fucking up the the movie theaters because streaming services are staying like they have multi plans and it's like the highest multi plan is like fifteen bucks a month. People are like, I could stay home, pay fifteen dollars for a month one oh, time God. instead of paying for multiple tickets and seeing all these movies. Like and, and so, like movie theaters are tr- truly gonna fuck themselves, and I don't think they're gonna see the results that they're thinking they're gonna get. No, they're not. I I, I completely agree with that. I I don't think so either. And I think this AMC thing's gonna backfire on them. Just gonna feel like, you know, like I said, you're gonna be charging people who are in the higher <laughs> income brackets than the lower income brackets, and they're like, oh, what? They said, oh, but we're we're lowering prices on other tickets. Yeah, you're lowering the prices to be in the front row. And being in the front row sucks. We all we all been in the front row, but being in the front row of an IMAX movie, oh, oh God, God dude, <laughs> you gotta watch that movie from a side. Just watch. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you're like Next doing row. shit in the kitchen. The movie's on, and like the kitchen is like next to the to to living room, but you can't fully see the TV. So you're like leaning back, watching sideways. That's basically what people are going to have to do. Yeah, I, 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 I don't see this working out, bro. I think you and I both mm-hmm. can see like through this plan. I think it's gonna like it's gonna backfire on them. And if other if other if other theaters do this, I don't think, I don't think it's gonna be the same results because I feel like it's gonna like again, like I said, right now we're in a quote unquote still in the pandemic era. We're in a post quote unquote post pandemic era. You want to bring people back to the theaters at any movie. I mean, No Way Home brought a lot of people back to the theaters. Top Gun did. A lot of Marvel movies are still doing that to a degree. Uh, but, also, uh, Silent, uh, what was it? A Quiet Place brought a lot of I people back to Quiet Place was the first movie that brought back people in theaters May of 2021. I remember that so well, Joe. You're absolutely right. That movie brought back. That movie had a $50 million opening. That was the biggest movie opening since COVID began, which is huge. John Krasinski is still part of the movies, by the way. He's on. He's, he's still doing the third one. Ryan producing for the third one, yeah, which is great. And I love John Krasinski. And I love... They really went a whole... By the way, they added a whole new method for movies, which was uh, someone, a character that is deaf. You know what I mean? With, With deaf characters, 
you you usually see like them not noticing, but you don't see it from their point of view. So like if you if you watch the movie and you haven't caught on to this, basically whenever it's about the little girl, the daughter, because she's deaf, and the the actress, I believe she is deaf, right? Yeah, she is. She's deaf. Mm-hmm. They which uh they 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 cut the sound because you're you're looking at it from her from her view which by the way is more terrifying than anything cuz you mm-hmm. can't hear shit no, no you cannot <laughs> like, no you cannot like a blind person would be a lot better you know what i mean than, than being deaf you know which is crazy but they they added that to it and it was so amazing which i really loved that they did uh, the by the way, the 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 small child actor in um in the Last of Us for the most recent episode or yeah the the episode for last week, he was also, also deaf. deaf. And everyone in production and everything learned how to do sign language to to it's make awesome. him feel welcome. And everyone's doing it. So bravo to that cast and 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 the crew because they. That that's amazing that they you know that they that they stay conscious of that and they you know wanted him to feel welcome and feel you know a part of there and keep him a part of the conversation and see like what's going on instead of just having him there as a background. I really love that that they you know did that. So bravo to them as well. Uh, but yeah, I really like that John Krasinski added that. Mm-hmm. two movies you know there's still so brand new ideas and it's creative and I, I i noticed it right off when i first saw the movie i think it's great so yeah yeah no it it, it, it and also like that give to your point joe that gives something that gives the theatrical experience another bump because you can't get the same you couldn't get the same experience you did at home i mean the same movie obviously but like being in a huge theater with the surround sound and with you know everything just the you're immersed is the, is the immersive experience of being in that that theater watching that movie watching again him and out of the sound not using the sound it's it gives it you can you can't replicate that you you can try to replicate that experience at home with your sound system and i am you know big tv but you couldn't get the same experience that you that you got in that movie at home it had to be in theaters that's a, it's a theatrical movie and to your point yeah you're right they brought back they brought they with that when they when Quiet Place 2 came out in May when COVID was still a co it was like you know we were kind of like getting out of it somewhat. You're right, Quiet Place 2 was the first movie to bring back people back into the theaters, which again, a huge opening. People were back, people thought people were more comfortable with the movie. Then we went up and up and up from there, but um, yeah, man, I'm just I'm I'm hoping that to your point, the theatrical experience really gives something that you couldn't get at home most of the time, and I hope that. I hope this, you know, price plan, this pricing, you know, bracket, whatever is going to like just be an experiment to the least and not like, and not come to, not, not like, you know, extend more than it should be. Cause again, it's kind of like you're cutting, then you're, again, you're hurting, you're kind of penalizing the movie going uh, audience now for like charging them more for sitting in the middle where it's just like, yeah, it's cool and all, but then it, you're just, you're hurting their experience too. So. We'll see how it goes. We're gonna be it's be crazy how it goes if it's, if it's gonna work if it's gonna be extended on. But hey, you know we'll we'll keep you we'll keep you posted on the show for sure. Um, all right. So next topic I want to talk about. Um, actually, you know what? Yeah, what up? Actually, The Last of Us. Uh, you want to do a non-spoiler? Do you want to do a spoiler? Uh, discussion. 
Uh, well, I'm I'm caught up. Are you caught up? I'm all caught up, yes, sir. Okay. Uh, fair warning to the fans that have not seen. Uh, the listeners and fans that have not seen The Last of Us. Uh, and don't want any or are behind and don't want any spoilers. This is a spoiler warning. Okay, come back in about what's five minutes, five to six minutes. Probably maybe let's let's ten just to be safe. No <laughs> promises out because we do get <laughs> lost, anyways. Uh, all right, well, yeah, what do you want to talk about? I want to talk about like that. I mean, so again, you know the game more than I do. You play the game, I haven't played the game yet, but holy shit, dude, that ending broke me. That no, that's ending, a part of the game. I I know I know after after watching the the behind the scenes, I again I don't know the game that well. I know you do again going into this show blind. That ending broke me, man. And I knew something was going on because again when the, when the first off that scene. We all fucking race to the ground. Holy shit. <laughs> Holy yeah. shit. And the bloater. Oh my God. <laughs> oh Dude, my Lord. there's a lot of different. There's a lot of different. Uh, there's a lot of different zombies. They're very creative in it. It's really cool. So yeah, I'm glad that they brought those back. Uh, it's it's yeah they're doing really good they're doing really good with the show by keeping really well towards the story like towards the video game story which i really love and the actors are killing it joel Joel, ellie's ellie like i really love that they're doing so great with these they're acting acting is so good and the writing is so like the writing is so top top notch and not not only not only that, but the writing so much, but just like it's everything about that show is just like oh, it's just it's a one. Everyone brings their a one game, um, which to me is just like oh, I'm I'm all I'm just like loving the show more and more. But um, yeah, I'm in the ending when 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 the little boy goes um, uh, with the line he goes uh, oh like are we still the same person inside after we get bit? Oh yeah, I'm paraphrasing. Um, and then he shows the bite. I said, "Oh my!" I knew someone got bit. Either him or the older brother. I said, "Who's gonna be uh, Henry or Sam?" I said, "Who's gonna, who's gonna be?" And when and then when Sam shows like the bite, I was like, "Oh damn it!" And then you can tell you can see Allie trying to like really trying to just, like you know do her best to like just you know put her blood on there to like oh, this will help you. And then I I knew I was like I knew that's not gonna work. And the next day, and then you see she walked over to him, and you see he's he's now he's now infected. I was like, God damn it! And again, man, when, they, when then they come out, start fighting, and then Henry has to shoot him, and then you you see it happen. I was like, dude, it just the brother just it broke me because it was like that was like Fletcher and I. I would just like be devastated. Um, I was just like, oh my lord! But yeah, man, this the show gets better again. As soon as on the game, I'm just so invested in the show more and more. I mean, we have, we have a new episode tonight. We're recording this on a Sunday. We have a new episode tonight, which is awesome. Um, but yeah, man, this show just gets better and better and better. And I don't know, I just I love the I loved how this movie, not the movie, I love how the show is just shot. It's shot so like you can tell that this, this show costs, costs a lot of money. <laughs> you show you see the show costs yes. a lot of money. HBO <laughs> Max is not holding back. No, they're guy. not because because the bloater is a real outfit. By the way, that shit was Which is real. Awesome. 
fucking sick as shit, dude. I love The Last of Us. They're killing it. They're just killing they're going it, off, by the way. They're going off and keeping it close to the video game. Like I said, it's just it's so great. It's so good, dude. Again, Craig Mazin and everyone involved in the show is just like they really brought their A game. And again, I I I bet you get you know HBO Max moving forward is gonna be like this is gonna be the gold standard for our shows because now we gotta like we can't like it's gonna be hard to top this show moving forward, but what do they do next? They gotta bring their A game like this for all their shows going forward. Cause I feel like this is now like kind of like you know, Sopranos was the gold standard for a while, and then it was um, The Wire for a while, and then it was uh, Game of Thrones for a while was a good gold standard. I feel like this show is a gold standard now for more HBO and HBO Max shows moving forward because they brought their A game, and this show really is showing like a masterclass and directing acting storytelling producing production design cinematography editing like this show really is gonna is like now like a lesson in filmmaking and i feel like i get props to everyone involved craig mazin uh naughty dog you know the guy i forgot his name neil whoever the creator of the game too um because they really are bringing their a game to this production and it's very impressive what they've been doing midway through season one yeah, no, they've been killing it. It's really good, and I can't... I'm just so excited. I'm such a big fan of, like, The Last of Us. I keep telling people, like, I've been a fan since I saw the trailer of the video games. Like, since the first trailer, right? Not even remastered. I'm talking about the original the fucking OG game. Release. OG, before it was released, I saw the trailer. I was like... And we, I, I was talking about, like, man, I need a new game. I need something to keep me enthralled. <laughs> and then literally, like, a week later, we, the trailer came out. I was like, Doug, I think I found the game. <laughs> like, I'm psyched. I pre ordered it. I was so excited, bro. I went through that game. Like, I loved the game. The guy's name is Joel. Like, he like is such a great character. They're not holding back with him. And, and, and they're slowly showing how he's, you know, opening up with Allie, who is just being a kid and just, you know, it's like, we're going on this trip, might as well. You know, she's being herself and getting Joel to open up more than probably he has in a very long time. And not only keeping true to these uh to these uh to the to to the game but also what the what they did for Frank was a really great story and such a yeah. good way to sort of just be like well this is a long chapter we just want to sort of skip this so we're going to change it but change it in a good way and i really love what they did for that character um it's upsetting to see people be upset about Frank being gay cuz it's like his name's Frank, right? Yeah, Frank, Frank, Frank and Bill. Yeah, Bill and Frank, Frank and Bill, right? Bell, great. Oh, yeah. I, I just wanted to make sure. <laughs> Frank was is gay, and it's just like it's heavily implied in in the video game. Like you should have <clears> known. If you didn't, you're just fucking stupid. And like I said a joke the other day. I don't want to spoil it for it. I think you know this, and I don't want to spoil it. But I said a joke the other day. Uh, I think you know this by now, I believe, right? About Ellie, right? I don't. You want my, tell me? Tell me off. Tell me off air, and we'll, we'll talk. Okay, we'll talk hold, about on, it. hold on, hold on, hold on. Skip, skip, skip a skip a minute ahead, guys. Skip a minute ahead. Now, 
Ellie's a lesbian. So I said the other day, I was talking to my friends about this. I said, man, they're going to be really upset when they find out Ellie's a lesbian because in the second game, she literally has a girlfriend and everything, whatever, blah, 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 blah. Oh. But she's a lesbian, like ever since she was little. That's why when she saw like the magazine, she was like, I don't care. She threw it out the window. By the way, part of the video game as well. So uh, yeah, I, I was cracking up at that. Um, yeah, no. So I I made that joke. <laughs> but, but, yeah, you're, you're not wrong though. I mean, if people had again, the episode three was a, was a brilliant piece of you know storytelling and the acting. Nick, again, Nick Offerman is such a good actor. I mean, I mean, he you know him as Ron Swanson. He's so such a good actor. amazing, dude. <laughs> So I love Nick Offerman because when he does like characters, like was he in uh, Where the Millers? Right? He's a he's a dude. He played the RV guy who's also a cop, I believe, or FBI or yeah, he was something DA, like yeah. that. Yeah, he's a <laughs> DEA agent. <laughs> he's so great in movies. He so does. Good. I love him as an actor. He's just so amazing. Uh, he's such a great actor. I love it. I, I like. I, uh, it was so great. It's so good, but not yeah. I mean, but not, yeah. I mean, if people had a problem, again, it's it's come on, guys. If, if, if people had a problem with that episode, to your point, yeah, they're gonna have a big problem with season two when they explore Ellie and Ellie. I don't character. think season two is gonna be the second game. I think really? at some point they're going to end the show because what five episodes hour each they might just do eight or ten episodes oh, okay. per season and then season two will be again the the end season of the first mm. video game and then they'll explore with season three probably with the last of us interesting okay yeah, I, I yeah, you you know more. You know I can't more tell, but that's what I believe because a lot of shows when they do like an hour episode, they usually cut it to like eight to ten episodes. Yeah, no, that that makes no honestly makes sense. No, I, I again, I think you're probably yeah, they made any official announcement yet, and I feel like your point, yeah, this, the show is very, it's very dense yeah. in a way of like it's an yeah, it's long episodes, so I feel like yeah, you might bring the game up into two seasons to like. Yeah, because like it's such a big, like I they they they're obviously skipping days and shit like yeah. that, obviously. But it's like, but this show and how long it would take them to get there, especially with all the obstacles, and especially because they have to explore character backgrounds, they also mm-hmm. have to explore you know lore and everything like what's happened around the world and like different parts and everything and show the different mm-hmm. zombies and how the the world is you know recuperating and how certain things are destroyed i think i think they're going to add much more detail to the the show than they did with the game and so that's why i think the there's going to be a season 1 boom Right, and then season mm-hmm. two is gonna be the ha- last end of the first game, and then season okay. three will get an older Ellie, who obviously we have a time skip for the second game where she's like, I think she's like twenty at that point. Um, okay. Yeah, so I think that's what's gonna happen. But that's my no. personal belief. They might just do like season one, boom, and then season. But I feel like because the show's doing so well, I think they're gonna cut it. You know what I mean? To two seasons for each video game. 
interesting. What honestly, I, I'm, I that sounds like a better. It sounds like a more like thought out plan. We just say again, you're, you're giving the you're giving the, you're giving the audience also the show itself enough time to breathe, enough room to breathe, and you know like uh, digest as, as you know we, we we the audience can digest the show better when it's spread out, not rushed into like oh yeah next season season two is gonna be game two whatever. But I like the idea of like hey we're gonna spread this out. And just again, we're gonna take our time with it and not feel rushed. Because again, we look at look at, episode, look at look at season eight of Game of Thrones. I didn't watch Game of Thrones, but I heard it was just so rushed and it was just so oh, man. convoluted. It, it was. It was. My girl is a big Game of Thrones fan, and I'm pretty sure she read all the books and everything. Like mm-hmm. she really loves it. And I never read the books, but I watched the show from first season to ending. Well, not when it came out, like season seven, I believe. I started watching it. When season seven started coming out, and then I watched season eight as it as it was coming out. Um, by the way, that was a fucking long ass journey. Um, yeah, no, the the last season of Game of Thrones was real shit. Uh, a lot of shit just didn't make sense, and you're just like, what the fuck? What the fuck? What the fuck? Type of shit. <laughs> so you know, but they did a lot better with uh, was it House of Dragons or something? They did a lot better with that, and so I can tell that they're they have a time frame, and like the 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 HBO Max is like giving them like yeah do this because after the I think it's also because HBO Max got the reception of like what the fuck with season eight yeah of Game of Thrones so like you know for these other shows they're like yeah we can't do that again because Netflix does that and. and uh, I think another streaming company as well. What was the uh, Netflix? I think, is, I think Netflix is known to like they really rush like those some of their shows or like. Well, yeah, because they're dropping a lot of money on these shows. Like, you could you could have spent a lot less, but also it's like they're not doing it the way HBO Max does it, and also like people are just not making much money. But that's also because of the variety that they add to their streaming we're not going to talk about this anyways uh, <laughs> i got no. i got uninterested in the middle of that conversation no, not gonna lie. i dig what you say uh, though i dig i dig your, what you say about the next how how to finish the show do season yeah. one spread so, out the game see, spread it out add more lore i'm fine yeah. with them adding certain new characters that we've not you know new things that the game didn't do because you know, sort of add those in between, and also I looked it up. Uh, in the second video game, Ellie is nineteen. Okay, uh, so, the, so the what? Jump. She's four years. So uh, it'll be a five-year time jump after. Uh, after yeah, once we get to an older Ellie. By the way, what is the current age of the girl playing Ellie right now? She's nineteen. Crazy, right? Oh no, shit. Oh, interesting. Yeah, she's nineteen. Yeah, crazy. <laughs> Um, but so yeah, I can't wait. Episode six is tonight. I can't. I came to watch it when it, when it airs. Um, yeah, dude, the show the show gets better and better. Two um, more I know one hours, thing to, I believe. Two, two, or three two hours. hours. Two hours. What I want to do want to talk about are the next topic. I know this. This is something that I know Joe and I'm talking about for years. And I remember, I remember we, had, we were up one night in 2016 summer when I moved to Arizona. We, had, we were up all night talking about this like possible movie like that's coming out this year, and that is The Flash. Oh. <laughs> Right, Joe? Like, God, <laughs> yes. No one is excited about it, which is pissing me off. Understandable. All right? So, so I am a giant DC fan. Uh, my family are, is DC 
family, right? We love Batman. Like everyone, if we were gonna have like superhero shirts, majority of us mm-hmm. would have Batman. I feel like a few of us would probably have Superman, and if they did, I'd be disappointed in them. <laughs> Not because it's Superman, <laughs> but because it's just like Batman's better. Nick can fight me. I don't give a fuck. Anyways, uh, <laughs> Nick is a giant uh, uh, Superman fan. Super, super, uh, yeah, but Nick yeah, was, Nick was here, it would be a BBS. Uh, BBS. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, my dad, my brother, and me are two favorite heroes from DC: is Batman and the Flash. And me and you have always talked about Flash movie. And oh, I saw the trailer. I saw the trailer, dude. And Let's just forego Ezra Miller. I don't give a fuck about him, but god damn, bro. Damn. It looks good. <laughs> they're doing Flashpoint and they're killing it because they have Michael Keaton. Michael fucking, fucking Keaton is back. Batman dude. again, dude. And that means, guess what? He's Bruce Wayne's father. That means that's Ben Affleck's father. And <laughs> Michael Keaton. In a different universe is is Ben Affleck's Batman's father. That's fucking hilarious. He has to be. If he's not, if he's just another Bruce Wayne, I'm gonna be sorely disappointed. That's what I'm saying. It said, it, said, it said that he he's just playing the Bruce Wayne that we knew from the Tim Burton movies. Okay, so he's just being ah man. So kind of like no way home. But no okay, way home. no way home. So it's just another okay. Fine. fine whatever yeah, anyways uh would have been better if it was his dad but i understand why they did that but it's funny it's funny anyways to see him more in a more sort of badass way of, oh, I know, <laughs> of doing that's hilarious to me but also good and they're keeping the humor and the character has his and just sort of showing the flash and just oh it's gonna be so good it looks amazing like and a female superman that's an intriguing twist because in the in in the flashpoint animation uh animated movie which is a great animated movie that's currently on hbo max check it out they have a lot of dc movies on hbo max check them out you know what i'm saying anyways it's 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 still it's still uh Clark Kent, but he was captured at a very young age and he never seen the sun. So he's mm. very skinny and frail and then you know they, they find him and they break him out and he, you know, goes fucking off. So and she looks I I, I have no problem with this film of Superman. I think this is gonna be interesting. And she looks, looks pretty badass. She looks great. She looks badass. <laughs> she looks hella badass, yeah. Dude. And this is a Superman that doesn't didn't grow up with the with the Kent family. So this is a yep, Superman exactly. who Superwoman, sorry. This is a superwoman that has no bounds. That means she's gonna be fucking unhinged. killing. <laughs> she is unhinged. She's seen the sun for the first time in many, many years. She's whooping ass. Like, it's gonna be fucking dope. She, you think you saw her killing? Because you did. She's gonna be killing. It's gonna be what? sick as fuck. I I mimic everything you just said, dude. I, this trailer, like, gave me the t- fucking chills. And you're putting it you too. Ezra Miller, controversy aside, they're gonna get the help they need. They're gonna be, you know, it's it's you know, I hope I hope they can get better, whatever. 
Um, I, I do mean that, but do just seeing seeing Michael Keaton back, man. Oh, first off, again, to be fair too, seeing Ben Affleck back too as Batman. Oh my God, dude, I love Ben Affleck as Batman, and people really don't understand my love because he's uh, me. Me and my father have talked about this, and people are like, no, people disagree with me because of Batman versus Superman, which they didn't fully fucking understand that is an older Batman is is the Dark Knight Returns, right? He's older less give a fucks he he mm. doesn't hurt mind hurting hurting you you know what i mean and i'm pretty sure he does he's had killed before i don't remember but anyways <clears throat> he did so sorry for coughing in y'all's ear uh he <laughs> did um he did such a great bruce wayne like the playboy and a great batman i i truly loved him as batman and i i, I wish he had more time to be Batman so people can understand and see why he's such a great Batman as <sighs> yeah so I'm happy to see him back though it's gonna be interesting it's gonna be very interesting I can't wait to see the the new Flash uh, I can't wait to see the new Superman the new Batman because obviously you know this is a flashpoint where he he goes back in time saves his mom and sort of fucks everything up so he has to run back let his mother die and also like during that <sighs> which also makes me wonder are we going to get a reverse flash because during flashpoint that is one of the big enemies the big uh the big villains in the mo- in the in the comic book series and movies during that I time. I heard a rumor. I heard a rumor about that. But speaking of villain, first off, first off, bro, Michael fucking Shannon's back as Zod. Are you kidding me? Let's go, oh, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I hated what they did with his body. I think that was so dumb. Oh, yeah, that was that was kind but of But he does a great Zod. He's a great Zod, Zod dude. Holy shit, when I saw him, bro, on the screen, I said, fuck, yeah, Michael Shannon's back at Zod. He was a great Zod. So, oh. I, I don't think he's a big, bad enemy. I think he's one of the enemies that they're I think facing. So but I think it might be the reverse Flash. Like, I think we're going to get a preview of who that could be. And I think he might stay as a reverse Flash in the new series. So, let's see. Let's have our fingers crossed. It looks like such a great movie. Can't not wait, dude. And also, again, Andy Andy Machete's doing it. Who did the Who did the It uh, two movies? I think he's a great filmmaker. Um, I think he's really like he knows how to like. He's to, very creative to, oh, and knows how creative. to. Mm-hmm. He he knows how to how to how to sort of portray. He knows how to do camera work and he knows how to portray characters in such a amazing light so i'm very much interested in this so it's gonna be really good uh this again i'm a big dc fan guys give dc a fucking chance like i don't understand why people dislike dc comics and i can understand why they dislike dc movies because they've been fucking those up for a while for a bit for a bit for a bit (laughs) hopefully we're back on track uh give it a chance watch it it's gonna be great like i'm fucking hyped bro i'm excited i'm so hyped and you know this is 
again, from what I've heard too, I mean, no, because it can't be, no, it can't be, no, because Aquaman comes out in December. People are like, oh, it's going to reset the DC universe because James Gunn rebooting everything. And I'm like, well, he's not rebooting everything. He's rebooting. Yeah, like, I believe Jason Momoa was still Aquaman. Aquaman. Me too. I, I haven't think... heard anything, which I'd be, which I'm loving because Jason Momoa has an actor is just sort of unhinged. <laughs> yeah, I love that. He's like a big golden retriever energy. <laughs> like, yeah, he's just like a big dog. Dude, no, he, <laughs> he gives me, <laughs> what is it? Not golden retriever. Uh, uh, he gives me, um, fuck. He gives me, uh, like a husky. Type of oh, I just see. Chaos, yeah, chaos yeah. just constant chaos and screaming. <laughs> he gives me ask me, fucking energy. It's great. Um, yeah, I yeah, but I cannot wait for this movie. The trailer again. You know, the trailer could give us give us like got so hyped. I I can't wait, and I hope this movie delivers. And that's the in. only trailer I'm watching because the next one's I'm gonna done. show I'm done. too much. I'm done. Don't yep, want to see that. Me and Doug have many complaints about movie trailers nowadays, which they do like three or four trailers, and then they show the whole oh fucking movie, just one or two that's sort of vague. Like fuck me, Jesus! Oh, it showed. They already showed a lot with the first one. That's why I haven't watched the new John Wick trailer yet. It comes out a few weeks. I'm not. I'm not I haven't even watched watch this trailer fully. Like I've seen bits and pieces, and I'm like, I'm all right, not. cool. Fuck that. I, I don't want. <laughs> I want it to for me. I'm not. Um. Yeah. Hell, I'm not watching. But yeah, I'm. I'm so hyped for the Flash. I hope it delivers on like on all on all fronts. All fronts. Um. Speaking of superhero movies, something that I can talk about that I know you haven't that you haven't seen yet is Ant Man the Wasp Quantumania, Ant Man three. Um, I've if, if heard you... <laughs> mixed reviews of this. It's gonna be non-spoiler because the movie just came out this weekend. I'm giving non-spoiler, and you can find my yeah. also my quick review on TikTok and Instagram. I posted out there uh, this this past few days ago. So, from for some context, I remember seeing the first Ant Man with you and TJ in in summer of 2015, and we loved that first Ant Man. We were laughing. It had a good it had a good story. It had a good a good clever writing. You know, Edgar Wright still had the script. It was still his script to a degree. Uh, you know, Paul Rudd rewrote some of the stuff as well. You know, Bessie Robbins always finds out was hilarious. Bessie <laughs> Robbins always finds out. <laughs> it was very, I think you, me, and T went into it like, okay, we'll see how this is. And I remember you and I, we all had a fun, we all had a blast watching because it was fun. It was a fun movie. It was, uh, Michael Pena as Luis was so funny with his quick, with his Dude, like, I love his. So I know a guy that knows a guy that knows a person that is homies with the guy. I fucking love that character. <laughs> It's in that first one. It was it was very street level, which I think we all appreciate for what it was. It wasn't like oh, it was huge Avengers thing. It was a street level thing. It was fun. You had a good time with it. I don't know about you. I thought two was fine. It was, it was fine. Two it was moments. fine. It was just sort of dull. Yeah, it was nothing special. It was like okay, they they they, they focus way too much on the shrinking. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Way too much, and the villain was very weak. The ghost villain was very very weak. The the, the villain sucked. It was weak, and it w- it wasn't as clever as the first one. I feel like, um, and again, it was kind of like it was like kinda, it was a filler between Infinity War and Endgame because you see like oh yeah. at, at the end of at, at the end of Ant Man two, you know, he's stuck in the quantum realm. Oh no, like what's gonna happen next? And it was very much a filler. So with this, I was very skeptical because I've heard things going in. I'm like, All right, we'll, we'll see. And I I will say this very confidently. I am very disappointed with this movie because this isn't the Ant-Man I wanted to see. Um, 
Also, there's no Michael Pena. He's gone. Luis is not in this movie whatsoever. And I was like, wow, I miss seeing Louis, Michael Pena in this movie. Like, he, he's very missed. And I, I was like... For, yeah, I don't care for T.I. and whatever. Just keep Michael Pena in the fucking movie. But I can understand why they didn't Pena in the movie since I go into, into the quantum realm. Quantum realm. I just wish... I wish I wish this movie was not all about the quantum realm or it wasn't fully in the quantum realm. Because halfway through, I was kind of like... I'm kind of getting bored a little bit. And all right, first off, the goods. The goods, Jonathan Majors is a great actor. He's Dude. a great actor. He, I hate his fucking body because he's fucking built massive. like a monster dude that he's dude is massive. a monster guy my he's god massive, i am jealous bro i'm so jealous i wish i could have a body like that and i could work out but like i don't think i could look that way like that dude looks insane like oh Jack, my god bro. he is a fucking beast and i know it's for and i know it's for creed 3 but even before that like he he has a really good like body built. He's just just fucking oh my god. Yes. I've I've never <laughs> cared about being Jack, but damn, dude, if I could look like that, I would. <laughs> no, 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 likewise. And, and again, there's a scene this. I don't suppose there's a scene this movie. There's a fight scene this movie. I was like, I think he thinks he's in Creed three. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, God damn, like. He knows this, he's an Ant Man three, not Creed three, right? This is a fight scene. Right? I was like, "Holy fuck, dude!" I said, "Holy shit!" So, um, but, so I don't know. You you still haven't watched Loki, have you? I watched Loki. I liked. I liked. Did you watch the whole thing? At the ending with it. Ending with okay. Uh, Spoiler alert: If you yeah. haven't seen Loki, the 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 show on Disney Plus, which is really good. Tom Riddleson, right? Kills it, Loki. Hiddleston, right? He's such a great actor. Like, overall, just amazing work fucking on top. Uh, at the end, I forget what the enemy was, but it was, it, it was, uh, what's his name again? He was, it was, uh, he, well, the version that he was playing in Loki was like was, a god uh, who killed he who not be named was his character name who he, yeah. he who will not be named was his character yeah so basically his character was in a way a god and there's multiple versions of him and he killed those versions to keep them contained in the multiverse and because they all are very powerful and are all very evil in a way, you know what I mean? And there's a war that broke out between them. And so, anyways, in the end, he was like, if you kill me, they will come back. Mm -hmm. And it won't be good for your universe or any of them. So to see him play, what's the characters? I fucking, Kane. I'm not a Marvel fan. I don't really... He's playing Kane. Kane the Kane. Conqueror. Kane Same the Conqueror, him. see him doing that again. Jack like a motherfucker is huge, bro. Fucking huge and really great fucking writing, by the way, to show that even the show's uh was it the show's uh the show's have an effect on the movies. 
you know, it's all together. It's one universe. It's not just this happened, whatever. No, like it's all connected, which is really great. I love this. So it's very intriguing. He's he was so yeah. Anyway, so we have in Ant Man three. He's I put in my, in my review I put on TikTok and Instagram. He's a great king. He's a great villain. He's very menacing. Like you 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 can tell like he wants to like conquer everything. He he's a very good villain. However, however, my problem was that his dialogue isn't that great. The guy who wrote this movie, this was his first really big movie he wrote, which again, I'm all for um, I'm all for Marvel. Like he, here's the thing. I, I'm I'm for it, but you also need to have like co writers to help you right. make right. sure the movie isn't uh was it not singular, it's uh what's the word? You want to like linear. It's not the 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 writing that the dialogue is not just linear, and I mean that in the way that it's not dull. You know what I mean? It's not boring. It keeps it keeps it fresh. It keeps it keeps it good. It keeps it you know. It keeps you enthralled and entertained, and keeps it witty and interesting, and and just yeah. So, because here's here's my thing, because I'm because I'm like you know Paul Rudd co-wrote the first two, and I'm like oh yeah I guess he Paul Rudd's writing in this. The first writing was first Ant Man had good writing, second Ant Man had okay writing. This had writing where I was like, did I was like what? It just the writing did not work for me at all for any any of the characters, any of the characters whatsoever, especially Michael Douglas and Michelle Pfeiffer and Angelina. First off, Wasp is sidelined this movie heavily, like. She's she has um, in this movie she's she's great she's a great actress she's a great character, but they gave her little to nothing in this movie and I said ooh okay, Michael Douglas who plays you know Hank the original Ant Man, he is phoning it in man the whole time he's like oh no let's go, let's go over there and I'm like oh no and it's very obvious that a lot of the acting is phoned in like they they, they didn't want to be there or they didn't believe in the script, I knew that very early on in the movie where I was like, yeah I I can tell like this oh. isn't as this isn't as like put together as the first two movies, um, but mm-hmm. it, the good, Jonathan, the good Jonathan Majors, the good was some of the humor did work for me. Some of the humor did work for me. Some funny jokes. What didn't work for me was majority of the movie. I just didn't like. I was kind of just like halfway through. I'm like, they're trying to like try to be like a Star Wars movie right now, like from the Star Wars, like, like with all the visuals and all like the like special effects. Mm-hmm. It felt like a Disney Plus show at one, at one point. And I said, ooh. I was like, this is not what I wanted to see in Ant Man movie. And you know, Paul Rudd's doing his thing. I give him that. Uh, you know, the girl who's playing, so the new actress playing his daughter now. You know, she's grown up now. Catherine Noon. Right. The actress. She was. She was the blonde girl in Blockers. She, good. Good actress. She's very, very young, talented actress. She's really, really good in this movie. I mm. wish. They, so they give her. They give her an Ant Man suit. There's like no context to it whatsoever. She's a suit now, and I was like. Kind of like Rizzo's Jamaican accent in that one movie. Like, where did this come from? <laughs> I was like, where did this come from? She's a suit now. She has powers. And to me, it, it, it didn't feel it didn't feel earned, bro. Like, it didn't feel like she it was the character earned that. Like, oh yeah, mm-hmm. we're, we're, in, we're in a situation. I have a, I have a suit now. We'll suit up. And I'm like, but but what what like when did this, when did this happen? When did she get a suit? When did she learn how to do the, the powers that you know? Remember the first Ant Man? It took him months. Took him months to even not even months, almost a year to like master the suit, you know, control the ants, whatever, control the whole thing, whatever. It takes her like a minute in this movie. And I said, This doesn't feel earned, man. Like, it does not feel earned. It doesn't feel earned. It doesn't feel like it was like, Oh, yeah, like she worked her way up. To this. She, she, she had a suit now. 
And I was kind of like, oh, yeah, this is kind of like, this is definitely a, a big, like, con I have, I guess, as a movie. But also, too, the movie to me, just like, it didn't, this is the first movie of Phase 5. Like, it's going to be, we're setting up Kang, whatever. And I definitely, they do a good job of setting up Kang as a villain. They really do. But to me, I just feel like I felt more threatened by Thanos in a post credit scene in Avengers. I was like, oh, fuck, who's this? I definitely feel, Jonathan Majors, a king, great casting, great acting. He's superb. And I, t- I want to see more of him as an actor. Maybe, maybe I'm being too unfair because it's the first movie of the Phase 5 you know, era of this Marvel movies. But to me, I was like, I hope they do, I hope they do him better. I hope they, like, do, uh, again, because, you know, spoilers, but, like, I, I can't wait to see, we, 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 next, we, we can't wait to see, cannot wait to see what he does next with the character in the next movies, because I want to see more of him in the next few movies as a villain. But overall, I give it right now a five and a half out of six out of ten, maybe more five and a half. I feel like they could have done so much with it. Yeah, the acting was very, was not there. Dialogue was not clever. It was very kind of dull. It was very bland. Um, I was going to say, um, with they apparently they're married in the movie. They don't explain that. Like, oh, like, oh yeah, like grandpa this. And I was like, when did they get married? No one that they were married whatsoever. Um, also, okay, one thing too, I didn't like. I'm not spoiler. Modok was weird, dude. Modok was very weird in this movie. I've seen like, those pictures. It's weird, man. It's it's. Who's the actor doing Modok again? Dude, I don't. I don't want to spoil it for you. I'll, I'll, t- I'll tell you off air. I'll tell you off air. But I want to spoil it. I don't want to spoil it for you on. Um, I've on, already on, seen I, the pictures. What for our listeners? <laughs> for our listeners. <laughs> I've I don't, seen, I don't yeah, I've I've seen the pictures because they put uh uh shark boy and lava girl uh next oh, yeah. to, next to it <laughs> they did uh they did uh george lopez when oh, he's really? a villain no. oh, yeah, yeah. yeah i'm seeing those pictures i'm just like that's that man it's <laughs> like all right what the fuck is going on um uh yeah modok was oh, weird what the fuck yeah yeah, I'll, I'll, yeah, we'll talk about that off air. I don't want to spoil it for, the, for our listeners, but Modoc so was weird. very weird. It was very, it, again, it was, it was even kind of just put there. And I understand why he was there, but it, overall, I was just like, yeah, it just didn't work. It didn't work for me. It felt very parody, like Mad TV, SNL almost. I was just like, yeah, didn't work for me personally. But again, I am very curious to go, again, if you see this movie, if you're going to see this movie, Still, we see an IMAX. They filmed the IMAX, and the IMAX visuals are insane. It's very, it's very well filmed in IMAX. But to me, just like it didn't feel like an Ant Man movie. It felt more of like a, I don't know, like a weird Disney Plus hour and a half, two hour episode. It didn't feel like an Ant Man movie. So again, I'm looking forward to seeing what Major Joe next as Kang in the MCU. But I left very disappointed. Yeah, so I saw with my family, saw with my mom and dad and Fletch, and they were kind of like, this was kind of weird. And I was like, yeah, I, I didn't think this was the one of the best Ant Man movies. Yeah, but... see, Marvel's losing my dad. <laughs> they're losing it. They're lo- no, they are. They are. But let's go to one last movie before we call it uh, here. Go ahead. I want to bring this movie up because I know you already saw it. I saw it recently, which was Black Panther Wakanda Forever, bro. Oh, yeah, holy shit. If you haven't seen it on Disney Plus, watch that shit. They did amazing. Right? They did mm-hmm. amazing. One did. to make memorial towards Chadwick Boseman, but also the female actresses killed it, my guy. They mm-hmm. killed it. 
holy shit, my guy. Like, they were going <laughs> off. Dude, like, that acting is awesome, that movie. Acting it's that a movie long movie, hard. but holy shit, that they did amazing. The Like, that, this movie is a movie where it shows, like, true, like, like, true, like, strong female characters. Like, because mm-hmm. a lot of movies try it, like, with, like, what was it, uh, Infinity War, when everyone came back, and they were like, girl power, woo, uh, that was trash, <laughs> that was trash, everyone hates it, was it Infinity War, was it, was it? It was yeah. Endgame, it was Endgame. Endgame, Endgame, yeah. was Endgame yeah. right, where they had all the females together that were nowhere near each other, and then they did, like, their protective Spider-Man and gave them to it, to whatever and you know girl power it sucked it really did that didn't portray what they helped to portray it wasn't good it was like whatever this is just really like forced but in wakanda forever they fucking did amazing bro like mm-hmm. all they the did. female actresses did amazing angela bassett is such Bro, an amazing she's so actress. Good, dude. She kills so it oh and everything. So oh good. my god. Her character had fucking death, bro. Death. Like just her, her delivery, kills dude. it, dude. They did so amazing. They did so amazing. All the actresses killed it. They were so great. And then Lupita Nyong'o, she's killing it in every movie she's in. So good, dude. Oh, was it? Denai Guerrera. Guerrera? Is that how you say it? Guerrera, She's such a powerful actress as well. And and the one that plays the sister was Letitia Wright. I can't wait to see her in other movies because they they all did so amazing. So amazing. Uh, I thought thought the actor, I don't remember remember his name, um, who played um, uh, uh, Namor, he was awesome. I thought he did a great job. Oh yeah, his name is Tenochtitlan. Yeah, he killed, dude. He was, him as a villain, like, I felt threatened. I felt like, oh shit, he means oh, war. He, he, he did. They, they writ this movie amazingly because his yeah. character was so good and just everything about it was amazing. You know what I mean? And Iron, Iron Heart, she, the girl who did Iron Heart, she's intriguing. I liked her. Uh, I didn't hate her character. The well, she she's getting her own show on Disney Plus soon, so uh, they'll, they'll I'm not. I'm probably not gonna watch it. I don't think uh, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. People hated the comic books. Her comic oh, books really? did horribly. Yeah, well, no, did, people, did she like admired because it did, Yeah, she admired she she admired um was it Tony Stark and oh, she made yeah. you know the Iron Heart you know, but it it felt like. It was just a replacement for Tony Stark, yeah. like in the comic books. Like it didn't feel like she earned to be Ironheart, and even in this movie, really a story given to her. Like yeah. I don't think her character has a death. You know that <clears throat> doesn't. Give me a sec. Doesn't have that like 
background story to like intrigue us like with Tony Stark. Tony Stark I see. Yeah. had a lot of issues as a character. Like with her, it was a lot of people felt like I was just given to her. Like I didn't hate her in this movie. It was okay. But I don't think I'm gonna watch the show because it's like whatever. Yeah, no, I, I liked her what it was, but again, same thing kind of my issue with um Ant-Man is that I didn't I didn't feel like it was earned yet. I felt like it was kinda of like, oh yeah, this is like this is a this is a good plot point just for like it was too convenient for the screenwriter. Like it's like, okay, yeah, we have this here thing now, we'll just make it easy. But again, I think they did it better in Ant-Man. Uh, sorry, and uh Wakanda Forever than Ant-Man, like moving the story forward for that plot point. But um again, I'm gonna I'm glad you liked it. Yeah, dude, Angela Bassett, man, she's so she was Oh so my god, good. dude. She kills it. So many things she does. Like she's amazing actress. Kills it every single time. Another spoiler, real quick for our listeners. Uh, heads up. What do you think of Michael B. Jordan coming back? (laughs) Dude, that (laughs) was a that was a wrench. That was a wrench. I thought maybe she would have saw her mom or something. I knew she wouldn't see Chadwick Boseman, obviously, because yeah, yeah. I don't yeah, know. Right. I was like, there maybe they filmed some shit we didn't know about. Like they're like, yeah, yeah it's, he was like, he told them he was like, yeah, I was coming to an end. I film something <laughs> like I thought maybe that, but no, like Michael B. Jordan, I, it was, it was smart. I'd say that I didn't really care for it. I was like, oh, okay. Uh, but it was a smart move for 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 the writers and the director to do. Yeah, no, I I was very Ryan Coogler, man. Again, hats up, hats off to him. Because again, I feel like he was given the impossible to like, hey, how do you do a sequel without a your lead star, b your lead character? How do you make a sequel? How do you continue forward? And I think, given what he was given, I think he did a great job. I think he really, I think he, his movie came from the heart. I think he really put everything he had into this movie. And again, I'm very, I was very, very impressed with what he did. And also, his, again, I have to give credit to his screenwriter as well. Uh, I think his, who wrote it with him? I want to say who wrote it with him. His name is, yeah, Joe Robert Cole, who wrote the first one with him too. I gave him a lot of, a lot, a lot of props too. I feel like he, he kind of goes uh, uncredited. Yeah, because Ron Cool is a great filmmaker, but I want to give Joe Robert Cole, the co writer of this movie, and also the first Black Panther, a lot of credit as well. I feel like they both, had this really good story. They executed it well. They brought a lot of heart to it. And I was very impressed with what they did for Wakanda Forever. So again, hats off to um both of them and the whole team at uh, Black Panther Wakanda Forever. And so yeah, it's it was very it was a very, very, very well uh done sequel and came again a lot of heart and a lot of emotion to it. So I'm glad you enjoyed it, man. It was it was good. Uh, okay. All right. Yeah. You want to end the show with our one on ones? Yes, let's end our shows with our one on ones because this is going about two hours at this point. A little less, but yeah. <laughs> uh, you can start. I'll go after. One on ones. Let's see what I'm watching. Good show and movie I can recommend. Um, I'm going to give, you know, I've been thinking about the show a lot recently. I've been trying to get back to my writing. Um, my show I'm going to recommend this week is probably my, one of my favorite shows that I've ever seen in my life is Entourage. Speaking of HBO, only HBO Max shows. <laughs> Um, Entourage is one of my favorite shows I've ever made. I think seasons one through six is peak and prime television. 
Uh, seven and eight are kind of are okay. They're not that great, but the first few seasons are awesome. Entourage is kind of, is, if you don't know, it's loosely based off of Mark Wahlberg's life when he came to Hollywood with him and his crew growing up, you know, becoming a big movie star and you know, all the movies that he was in. Uh, it's loosely based off his story, of his line, but um, it's very funny. The, the humor is hilarious. Um, all the characters, E, Johnny, uh, Drama, uh, Turtle, Vince, uh, Ari, it's, it's, <laughs> it's for sure a show that will be made today unfortunately all these times unfortunately but it's it's a very good look into like you know it's, it's a lot of people's dream to you know go to hollywood become a big star or big time in movies and tv and this shows kind of the ultimate fantasy of like oh if you went to hollywood hollywood with your entourage and your crew what would it be and i love that show so much it means a lot to me as a show the movie's okay it's kind of an hour and a half episode personally but i love entourage um and then movie of the week it's a good, it's a good question we can run this movie this week I can come in. um okay i could actually do a good one um one i have i love it's one of my favorite tom hanks movies called the terminal um it's one of spielberg's not well-known movies i want to say it's spielberg on zemeckis um yeah it's it's a it's tom hanks he's playing this guy who's going home i think he's in jfk i think he's in jfk airport um yeah spielberg um it's uh, this guy who's from this foreign country, um, he's going home. He's in JFK you know, Airport in New York, and he's going home. And uh, basically, the TSA says, "No, sorry, your your country doesn't doesn't exist anymore. You can't you can't go home." Or or like, "Oh, we're not, you're not taking any more flights back to your country anymore. You're you're grounded." But he can't leave the airport, and he's stuck there until they say he can leave. And He's just this guy who was very sweet, very humble. Doesn't know English that well, but he just like he wants to go home, and he doesn't know how to like, you know, operate fully. But again, he lives in this airport for I think it was a month on end, a lot of months, and he kind of like finds a way to like you know you know buy food for himself or find a way to you know get clean or you know he's living in an airport basically, and everyone, all like the security, all like the airport management just can't stand him. He, he's a nuisance, but like. He's just, he's just a simple man who, good-hearted man who just wants to go home, and he and he can't. And I love that movie. I remember as a kid growing up on that movie. I love Tom Hanks. I love Spielberg. It's a very, very kind of underrated Spielberg Tom Hanks movie. But uh, I love it for what it was it's called the Terminal. And yeah, it came out I'm saying '04, but yeah, that's my movie of the week, uh, the Terminal by Steven Spielberg and Tom Hanks. Okay, does it really good. Uh, my picks, I'm going to start with my movie, which is A League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Uh, oh, early 2000, yeah, 2003 movie. Uh, I, I saw like a TikTok a lot uh, the other day, like two days ago, I think, maybe yesterday, where <clears throat> basically it's an action fantasy where, you know, basically inhuman superpower sort of men like the invisible man uh come together you know they're part of a league and obviously fighting to save the world it's a it's it was such an entertaining movie you don't watch it for the death of it you know what i mean that might be my yeah. word of the day <laughs> which i can't <laughs> even say it right uh don't watch it for for just like a, a deep movie because it's not it's an action fantasy movie early 2000s 
uh, watch it for just the entertainment value. It's a really interesting movie, intriguing in very, very ways of how they used to do like fantasy action movies, like Van Helsing and Hellboy and type of stuff. Like it's sort of like that. So definitely give it a look. Very intriguing, very entertaining. I, I say watch it uh, for my show. Shit. Uh, I'm gonna go with on Disney Plus. Did I already say Clone Wars one time? Or no? You brought it, you brought it up uh, today on the episode. I don't, I don't think you like, brought it up as one-on-ones. Okay, well, Clone Wars on Disney+, Plus. if you're a Star Wars fan, definitely give it a watch because it is the in-between. So it is basically the what happened in between the movies. Uh, the I'll say the prequels. Um you know, with Obi-Wan Kenobi and everything. Uh, give give it a watch. It's, it has quite a few seasons, but they do such great work, storytelling, character building, and sort of showing, like, what happened in between so you can fully understand the lore and the history of, you know, Anakin Skywalker, Obi-Wan Kenobi, and, like, Darth Maul and the clone troopers before we had stormtroopers and, and like... It just and also Ahsoka Tano, like her being a Padawan and and growing into who she became, is such a great show. And uh, they show how much better and badass the clones were than fucking stormtroopers. Like the clones were badass as fuck. So definitely give it a watch. It's uh, it's a great show. I love it. I hold it near and dear to my heart. Uh, so definitely go give it a watch. Um. Did I tell you I met one of the guys in that movie, League of Extraordinary Gentlemen? Really? Um, you did? Yeah, one of my, again, again, shout out to my professor. So I was in London, but my, intern, my study abroad internship uh, abroad in London for a semester. Um, and one of my professors, uh, Mike Punzer, who I, one of my mentors in London, who I have all the love and respect for. He's one of the best professors I've ever had in college, one of the great mentors I've ever had was sweet sweet dude very very like he knew so much about movies and television and theater so just again incredible dude one of his best friends is in that movie i think he's like the guy in the beginning of the movie he, guy played uh uh sanderson reed i think he's the beginning of i think he's the beginning of the movie he's a uh redhead dude um so i met him i he came he's one of his best friends with my professor when i was in london they came in talk about like oh acting and writing and you know working in industry um, and he was just a sw- also a really sweet dude, but he told me a story about like how like he was on that set of that movie and how Sean Connery didn't like that wouldn't be bothered like at all. And, like apparently like Sean Connery like ha- had a big fallout with the director and the director kind of like has not been seen ever since. <laughs> um, uh, but uh, yeah, his name was um, Tom Goodman Hill. Yeah, he um, he's in that movie. I think, I think at the beginning of the movie and a few other scenes. He played the character of Sanderson Reed, and yeah, like I said, he, uh, he was a very, very sweet dude, very generous with his time, and I talked to him one-on-one about acting and filmmaking and you know, writing, whatever, and he, was, and he was giving me some good advice, but uh, I have a little connection to that movie, because I, I met one of the guys in that movie, but uh, a little random, but uh, yeah, like I said, it was, it was cool that my professor was one of his best friends was in that movie. <laughs> it was very cool, but uh, very, very underrated movie, if you ask me, so I, I agree. But uh, yeah, man, some good one-on-ones, man. Clone Wars is the animation on the show is so good too. It's very crisp. Oh, and dude, it's you gotta so watch detailed. it, dude. You gotta watch it, especially that last season, bro. Crazy. I you have to watch that show. You remember that awful movie they did years ago, the Which Star Wars one? Clone Wars movie, and it was so uh, garbage. 
with with like Anakin Skywalker and shit yeah. like that, where they did Order sixty six, right? I think so. Yeah, that show was the movie was garbage. <laughs> oh, dude, it's so bad. Yeah, no, those were not good movies. Uh, I'd say get watched because they do stick to lore and everything, and you know, okay. uh, don't give hate towards the guy who did a uh, oh, fucking name. The fucking uh, one that people gave the actor hate for voicing. Uh, oh, uh, not not uh, not Jar Jar Binks. Yeah, just don't give oh, hate really? to Jar Jar Binks. Jar Jar Binks oh, is yeah, a character. He got a lot of whatever. Hate, yeah. He he got a lot of hate, and they don't push him to suicide. You know. Yeah, that's 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 toxic. We don't agree with bullying. We do dislike characters. We do dislike actors and obviously uh, everything. But we do not uh, We do not partake in bullying. We might joke about it, you know, being dumb. But uh, we really mean it. Especially to drive someone to suicide, which is a big problem within our, within this time, time uh, you know, uh, within this time, uh, recently, you know, there's a court case going on for a little girl that took her own life. So, you know, it, it, whether you hate a character, don't don't bash anybody for the characters that they get paid to fucking play. Charger brings, yeah, it's an annoying character, but who came? like he he's in Clone Wars as well, and you show why his character was needed. Uh, mm-hmm. it's, and they are, the the voice actor do such a talented voice actor. He's done a lot. Um, so don't watch watch some movies if you haven't seen it. The the, the prequels are not the greatest, but who the fuck cares? It's Star Wars, Clone Wars. Yeah, the animations are a lot better. Yeah, just don't don't give hate because you know there's a lot of problems with the world right now. We don't need more people to kill themselves. Uh so yeah, be kind to Jar. Um all right, well those are one on ones. Yeah, go ahead and plug yourself, uh Doug, and I'll plug myself. Yeah guys, as always you can follow me. My personal page is the Young Jones on Instagram. Um but again I hope you guys can like give you know support our pay our uh our page. I believe we have new productions on Instagram. Like I said Twitter and uh, Twitter uh TikTok is what I'm trying to like grow the fan base to get more people to watch the show. Again, TikTok is also at Midway Avenue Production. And like I said, too, please la- uh, like, subscribe, um, uh, leave us a good rating on um, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Amazon Music. It means the world to all of us at the show. Uh, it helps the show out a lot, too, with the, with the alg- algorithm, also the revenue. So, just kidding, no, no revenue. We're not, we don't have ads yet, but uh, hopefully one day we'll have ads in the sponsor. But like I said, uh, helping us out uh, with, spot- with uh, liking and subscribing and commenting is a huge, huge help. So, thank you guys for, for listening. We do appreciate it. Yeah, uh, definitely follow us on uh, the pages, you know, the podcast's pages and everything. Give us a like, share with your friends, mm-hmm. spread the word. The you word. know, uh, you guys do not follow me on Instagram because I really <laughs> don't post there. Uh, I am on Twitch, twitch.tv slash the open Recon. And if you want to do that in the search bar. You know, search for the website Twitch. Look up Cuban Recon. I will be streaming because there's a new game coming out called Atomic Heart. Very interesting. So we're gonna be streaming Temple. I don't know around the afternoon. Uh, I'll, I'll be streaming uh, uh, Vahasa 
Assassin's Creed Valhalla as well. I'm going a bit further in that game. Uh, so, and then late at night, if you are in Somniac, I do, we'll, we'll probably stream uh, with uh, Apex Live Friends so you can watch it be sweaty and dumb in that game. And uh, also, me probably right <laughs> um but anyways <laughs> the close is out thank you for joining us for this auditory journey through our opinions and uh ramblings uh, enjoyment uh for movies and shows what we think about the entertainment industry and everything that's going on with the uh today's and 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 past and future movies and TV shows and movie things that has to do with the entertainment industry. Thank you for being here. Well, that's done. Hope to see you again and to have you listen to us and join for learning and hopefully have more people join us on this auditory journey as well. Thank you. See you guys next time. Later. This is me.